Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 4, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is so good to have you here on this Wednesday morning. Thank you so much for joining us. It is January 18th and uh, let's get things going. How you doing this morning? Good. I'm, I'm sure you probably got the same uh, notes from, from people, but we do try Tuesday every Tuesday. I normally get a couple of responses like, oh, I got to try that. That looks so good. Or what were you guys, what product were you guys were doing? And I got so many people that were saying they were going to go and also went to Shaq's Big Chicken yesterday. So many people on social media, like I, this morning, opened up Instagram. Oh my gosh, that was so good. We went as soon as you guys uh, were, were trying it on the air. How full were you after the show? Were you, were you, did you have your regular lunch? Were you, were you full the rest of the day? Well, first of all, I didn't get a single message about really? that. Really? You got like a ton of messages? Oh my, yes. going? I got zero. People, so. I noticed during the show too on the text line going there right now. Well, the, yeah, I did see those that people are like, oh, that sounds good. I'll have to try that for a I did see those, but I'm like, I didn't get a single one. What the heck? Yeah, I got all, uh, a, a mutual friend of ours last night going there, and then this morning, so good. I'm like, wow. Uh, at least on my end, not that not that big of a response in a long time of people going and trying. As soon as we we tried it, going right to the restaurant and uh, trying that stuff. I am. Um, I was okay because I didn't. I don't think I overindulged. Yeah. I, I just took one bite of everything, um, and then I did drink that coffee because I fell in love with that iced coffee, the hazelnut one. Oh my gosh, that was so good. So I think I drank about half of that, um, but I was actually okay. I made sure I kind of controlled myself on that one. You? I No, I, I had a lot yesterday. I was doing double bites, triple bites, and then when we went to break, I had some more, and then I had saved a... Uh, the chicken, the breakfast chicken sandwich one to for after the show, and I had a couple bites of that. So when I left here, I I was stuffed. I don't really have lunch at nine thirty. Ended up having lunch probably about closer to one o'clock yesterday. Yeah, you didn't have to d- have to um, delay that meal so much. Uh, yeah. Oh, but it was good though. It was good eating. Yeah, it was really good. Um, that was a fun try a Tuesday, and and two locations now open. And if you go, please let me know too. I'd love I'd love to get a message like that. I, <laughs> I was I was not in the loop on any of those. I was like, oh, I, I wonder. 
if anyone went. So, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was getting hit up on Instagram and everything. So, yeah, making comments. So, how was the rest of your day yesterday? Everything was good yesterday. Busy day. Um, I was here. Um, I had a couple of meetings and interviews I had to do right after the show. And then um, I had uh, Las Vegas Now yesterday. I was hosting that. And then got home last night. And uh, my daughter, well, actually, what happened was um, I was at the TV station and she told me she had a basketball game. And she's like, yeah, it's at 530. So I was like, you know what? I'll just stay at the TV station and go. Her school is right down the street from the TV station. I'm like, I'll just go directly there. So it's like 420. And I get a text. She goes, I was wrong. The game starts at 430. And I was like, what? (laughs) So I'm like packing up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so I rush over there. My husband, he's on the same text and he's at home. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And so we both are like high speed trying to get to the school in time for a game. We missed uh, probably like the first five minutes or so of it. But um, we, we did get to see the majority of the game. They ended up losing which was a bummer but they did i mean they were losing at the beginning when we got there then they pulled ahead and then they ended up uh losing but it was uh it was a good game it was fun to watch and there's situations where you think you have all this time you know you're not rushed maybe you get some extra work done and all of a sudden that message comes in like what the heck yeah i was like oh, there's no way i'm gonna make it especially right now there's traffic and so she was like don't worry about it if you're late and i'm like well i guess I, I can't worry about it if i'm late but yeah so we were kind of uh in a rush there when home uh did some dinner last night caught um most of the blue episode of kaleidoscope i think we're almost done but i got to a point where there was 15 minutes left and i i could not keep my eyes mm-hmm. open so i told my husband I'm like you finish watching i'll catch I'll, I'll rewatch it tomorrow and he's like you sure and i know something happened because i heard him audibly gasp he goes oh <gasps> And I was like, oh, gosh, something good happened. Darn it. Uh, so I have to wait till tonight to see it. How was your day? It was good. Uh, same thing. I had Las Vegas now yesterday, and uh, which was funny because I, I was out live for the show, and I was covering the Fancy Food Show, which is all these specialty foods and snacks from around the country. They were in town this past weekend. So I was doing more eating in the afternoon. So by the time I got out of there, I was just... I couldn't even think of food. I'm like, I got to go to the gym. So I, I got home, got changed, went to the gym, had a nice workout, worked up a little bit of appetite and got home last night, had dinner, did my work. And, and that was pretty much it for me. But it was a food filled day for me yesterday on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, no food today, but we've got a lot coming up on the show, including your tickets to see Madonna. We have more of those for you in the nine o'clock hour. We have Bruno Mars tickets to give away and uh, your chance to win a a staycation to check out Weekends with Adele over at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. All of that is on the way, but let's get things going. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear You by Candlebox? Here, amazed by Lone Star. Every little thing that you do, I'm so in love with you. It just keeps getting better. Or do you want to hear Peace of Me by Britney Spears? Want a piece of me. This is all my dad that Britney shamed us. You want a piece of me. 
Those are your choices. You can tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Madonna played Truth or Dare with a bunch of celebrities in a very not for not, not safe for work video to announce her upcoming 40th anniversary tour. She, uh, the players included Amy Schumer, Judd Apatow, Jack Black, Lil Wayne, Diplo. Um, and, and at one point, Madonna makes out with Jack Black on a dare, of course. And here's how that sounded. I want you to tongue kiss Jack Black right now. Okay. I want it. I am a different man. Yeah. Now, at one point, Amy Schumer dares Madonna to, quote, do a world tour and play your greatest hits. Here's what happened with that. I dare you mm-hmm. to do a world tour and play your greatest Hits. Okay. Four decades? Yes. Is in all those songs? We're talking La Isla Bonita. Wait, hold up. That's a lot of songs. It's a lot of songs. A... You think people would come to that show? I'll be there. <laughs> well, I'll be there. Oh, yeah. I'm there. There? there? Okay, so the answer is Yeah. Yeah. Like the pose. Yeah, that's got, that that was a big announcement. That was a big announcement. The thing is, here locally, that's the same night as the Pink show, which kind of sucks. Oh, is it really? Yeah, if you're planning to go to see Pink, um, which I bought tickets to that show. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess we're not going to Madonna. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't oh, that's know. that's a big weekend, Yeah, then. so uh, Pink's going to be over at Allegiant, and then you have Madonna over at T-Mobile. So uh, which one do you go to if you have if you have have your choice of either one do you go with pink or do you go with madonna uh i would go with madonna except I, I, I haven't seen pink in concert i would go with madonna just say i saw madonna in concert I, I would do madonna i don't i've never seen madonna in concert the last time she was here though I, it's still like i kind of have a bad taste in my mouth i remember everyone talking about how she went on like two hours late so part of me is like eh I'm good. I, I think I'm going to be safe with Pink. I, I I think she'll go on on time. I know she'll put on a great show. So, yeah, interesting. You might be able to catch both if Madonna pulls that same stunt again. Does it go on for four hours? Uh, starts the concert late. You see Pink and then roll over and catch Madonna. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, let's talk about another show that was announced. We're talking about Lovers and Friends. It's coming to the Las Vegas Festival Grounds on May 6th. Tickets go on sale this Friday. Missy Elliott, Mariah Carey, Pitbull, Usher, Christina Aguilera, Boys to Men, Nelly, Buster Rhymes, I mean 50 Cent. The list goes on and on of stars coming to town. Yeah, it's kind of be that lineup is insane. As soon as I saw Missy, Missy Elliott, I was like, done. <laughs> like, I didn't even look at the rest, and I was so excited. Yeah, this is going to be huge. Okay, let's talk about the charts. Taylor Swift's Antihero tops the Hot 100 for an eighth week, which is a personal best for her. Let's uh, pull up that song right here. It's me. Prior best was Blank Space, which spent seven weeks at number one. That was back in 2014. So the rest of the top three, uh, Scissors, Kill Bill, moves to number two. 
Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Unholy is number three. So much good music out right now. It's crazy. A Miley Cyrus song that came out last week. I'm yeah. sure that'll be in the charts uh, next week. So, yeah, lots going on in the world of music. Anything on your radar? Mercedes, music director for the radio station. Rumblings of any of the big artists putting stuff out? Well, I mean... Um, that uh, that Kill Bill song is is huge, and trying to get that on our station. Um, they're pushing a different single though, which stinks. Um, Why do they do that when that's the number two song in the country? Obviously, has so much momentum behind it. We Ooh. had a, we uh, yeah we had a music meeting yesterday, and I said the same thing. I'm like, well, if this song's more popular, why are we doing that? It, it, the song's "Nobody Gets Me," which is a, an equally great song, but um, stuff on our radar. I'm trying to look. Like, did we add anything? Uh, we added a song by Tom O'Dell yesterday called "Another Love." Um, is Tom O'Dell new? How do I know Tom yeah, O'Dell? Yeah, Tom O'Dell's new. Um, yeah, there's like Tate McRae has a new one. Kane Brown. Um, yeah, so th- there's there's some stuff coming out. There's some stuff, and there there's rumblings of some some big stuff coming, but we haven't gotten the official word on oh, it. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Big stuff coming. Uh, speaking of Taylor Swift, maybe you recently went through a bad breakup, or you're not a fan of Valentine's Day. You might want to plan a trip to Chicago between January 27th and February 26th because a company called Bucket Listers is opening up a Taylor Swift-themed breakup bar called Bad Blood. The event's website says whether you want to sing about your lover, those who were never yours, those you're never getting back together with, or those who still have your scarf, this is the perfect place for you. Admission is $22 a person. It does include a welcome-themed cocktail. For the record, Bad Blood is not an official Taylor Swift event. Hmm, okay. Well, I just don't want her to get mad at the Swifties who attend. <laughs> or she'll step in and shut it down, because remember there yeah. was that there was a theme park in Utah called Evermore, and when Taylor Swift put out the album Evermore, they tried to sue Taylor Swift, and she quickly countersued, saying, you use my songs without my permission, you use uh, my likeness without my permission. Things were settled, but she, if someone's using her stuff without a permission, her people are going to take action. That's going to be an issue. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1762. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock. It is Wednesday, January 18th. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. A little chilly out there. I don't know what was up with me this morning. I got up early. I got my work done early. I got ready, but I was moving at like a snail's pace, like and, and not like I was being lazy. It was more like leisurely. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this, da, da, da. and then I look at the clock. I'm like, oh my gosh! And I'm like <laughs> rushing here. I just totally lost track of time this morning. Barely made it in time for the show. I was like freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh! I think I'm gonna be late. And like, I don't even have an excuse. I didn't sleep late. I didn't, you know, forget to do something. I was just like moving around like it was just a nice lovely day at my own pace and then reality hit and i'm like 
Oh, I didn't realize it was that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you made it in time. And it, you, yes, you had some time to spare as well. No one knows the difference. You made it in time. But yeah, I think maybe all those mornings where you're just, you know, yeah, you're just at a different pace. I was, it was like a good, it was a good mood pace. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I'm going to try this with my makeup today. Ooh, that's pretty. I like that. Oh, I'm going to change that. And then I was like, oh gosh, all these little <laughs> things I just did added up. Do you, so, have a, do you have a cutoff time? Like if you're not out of the house by a certain amount of time, you know you're really going to be pushing the limit. Yeah, I, there's a time that I always tell myself I have to leave by. And I just kind of, my body felt like I was on that time schedule. I, 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 honestly, I didn't look at the clock because I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my normal schedule. And it wasn't until I was driving in that I finally looked at a clock. Like, I literally did not even look at a clock. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, okay, if, oh, gosh, I'm 10 minutes from the station right now. 10, 10 plus that, oh, gosh, I might not make it. So I started freaking out. But I did make it. I did make it, thank goodness. Brain that you you catch certain traffic lights, like when you get off yes. the 215. I feel like something changed, at least for me, at this light, 215 in Buffalo for like a year or so. I'd always get stuck at that light. But I feel like something changed where I am always catching. That's always a green light for me. Always catching that as a light. I caught that as light, thank goodness. Um, the one thing, I did get stuck bef- behind some guy in the fast lane. Um, in traffic and I was just and then you know and all the other lanes people were going at the exact same speed so it was literally like a roadblock and I'm like I started creeping up on him a little bit like hey let's get moving mm-hmm. you know wasn't moving so finally I got frustrated and I crossed over the three lanes of traffic and I found a little gap in between two cars and like went faster than everyone else just to get here in time so it worked but yeah it was just one of those mornings I mean still in a great mood but just like whoa what where did the time go and that'll wake you up too if you realize you're running a couple minutes behind all of a sudden the adrenaline kicks in and that'll wake you up even more if you're in that situation yeah for sure so how is your morning so far so far so good um so Laura's out of town uh, so that means i've extra work in the morning with the dogs to just take them out and everything and and yesterday they were just they were not cooperating like didn't want to go to the bathroom uh jacks I, I know his routine he wasn't sticking to his routine yesterday before the show i'm like oh my gosh so today was kind of like in your situation where i woke up and i think they realized okay you know, uh, mom's out of town, so we need to take care of business because we're going to be home alone for a little bit. So things were, were going in my favor. And for me, my the I it's in the the clock of my car is either four or five minutes fast, three or four minutes fast. And so my my extreme leave time is like five thirteen when I get in the car. Five fourteen is pushing it. I remember getting it once. It said five fifteen. I'm still made it in time. So my, my ideal time is to get in the car at five ten. Yesterday I got in. It was like five fourteen. I'm like great. This morning I got in. It was like five oh nine. I'm like all right. I'm ahead of the curve. Yeah, this is a good thing. It. This yeah. is a good thing. Wasn't rush getting in, and so far so good this morning. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot going on this morning, and and really quick, I want to mention that it's January, and that means we're looking for our January Teacher of the Month. You need to get those nominations in right now because we want to recognize an extraordinary teacher here in the Valley, and we won't know about them unless you nominate them. So go to our website at mix nine four one.fm click on contest and nominate your favorite teacher for our teacher of the month the winning teacher 
by random draw is going to get a $100 Visa gift card from Finley Chevrolet. You can use that for whatever you like. Uh, spend it on yourself. Treat yourself. Um, and then you get another $100 Visa gift card courtesy of Silver State Schools Credit Union. You could also use that one on yourself. Maybe have a class party uh, for your kids. It's just our way of recognizing all the hard work that you do. It's such a cool thing. And yeah, it's a random drawing. And then we talk to the person that nominated the teacher. We have the winning teacher on. And it's always a real sweet conversation. Entries close Friday. So do it right now before the day gets uh, a hold of you and you forget to do it. And a big thank you to Finley Chevrolet and Silver State Schools Credit Union for making Teacher of the Month possible. Now, coming up on the show today, there's tickets for you to go see Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That's at 920. Also in the 9 o'clock hour at 940. Tickets to go see Madonna. Bruno Mars tickets in the 8 o'clock hour. And in about 15 minutes, this is fun for the whole family. Tickets to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. Those are yours with the early edition of Heads Up. And then up next, we have What's Trending. What do you got for us? Channing Tatum may remake a 90s classic, a Jeremy Renner update, and what Netflix show just announced a major cast edition. That's coming up next in What's Trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Those tickets for you to go uh, check out the Harlem Globetrotters are coming up in about five minutes. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Channing Tatum is trending this morning. Will the actor be bring back an iconic movie from 1990? He did an interview with Vanity Fair. And he says that his production company, Free Association, has the rights to the movie Ghost. The romance film starring Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg. He, see, he said, but we're going to do something different. I think it needs to change a little bit. You uh, will be able to see him in Magic Mike's Last Dance when it hits theaters on February 10th. But remaking a classic. I saw some mixed reaction on that one. A lot of people were like, you got to leave that one alone. You cannot touch that. But other people are like, okay, if you change it up a little bit, they've done it with other movies. You can do it with this one. What's old is new again. I don't think I've I've ever seen Ghost start to finish. Oh, it's a great movie. I remember that wasn't there a scene where he, the, he Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore, the clay, making something. He's sitting behind her. It's kind of romantic. I think the song is playing in the background. Yeah, yeah. They're doing, uh, making uh, some pottery, and they're just uh, in love, and he dies, but his ghost is there trying to save her, and it's a really good movie. I liked it. I'm curious. I'm okay with the remake, as long as they change it up a little bit and pay some sort of tribute to Patrick Swayze. What was Whoopi's role in the movie? She was a psychic, and she could communicate with Sam, who was Patrick Swayze. So she would give the messages to Demi Moore and say, he's saying this. He's saying this. And she's like, what? I don't believe you. And then he said one word to her. That was their word that only she knew about. And she's like, what is this word? And she says the word. I don't want to give it away because, you know, it, the movie's 32 years old. <laughs> but he says this one word and she goes, what is this? What, what is this word? And she says the word. And Demi looks at her. and She's like, oh, 
my God. And that's what she knew. She was really communicating with him. Okay, I wouldn't say the word either. I know what the word is. I know that's from that movie. I didn't know the meaning behind that. Whoa, that's a powerful yeah, scene right there. Yeah, yeah. To drop that bomb on her. It's a good one. If you haven't seen it, uh, maybe you weren't alive when that movie came out. Check it out. It's a cute one. I like it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see what Channing Tatum does with it, if he does anything with it. Also trending this morning is Jeremy Renner. The actor is home from the hospital after his snowplow accident. The Marvel star was injured on New Year's Day while clearing snow from the driveway at his home in Reno. According to the 911 call log, his upper torso was crushed by the snowcat vehicle. The mayor of Kingstown uh, star lied to a Twitter post from the show this week saying, outside my brain fog in recovery, very excited to watch episode 201 with my family at home. Season two of the show premiered on Sunday. I mean, that's just great news that he's back home. I'm sure a long road to recovery, but the fact that he's home, that's awesome to hear that. Yes, it's so good. Such good news. And then finally this morning, only murders in the building is trending. Selena Gomez made quite the announcement regarding the show on Instagram. She posted a video from the set of the show letting everyone know that filming for season three is underway. She showed her co-star Steve Martin, Martin Short, along with Paul Rudd. And there was another surprise uh, reveal on there. Here's uh, here's some of the audio. Hey, guys, we're on set. Hey. What are we shooting? Oh, hi there. Season three. Right. The gang is back. Hello. Yay. Could this honestly get any better? Uh, uh, oh, wait. Uh, well, I do think it could get a little bit better. In what Why? Way? What do you mean? Steve, do you want a pillow? Yeah, oh, please. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Marty, anything you need? Uh, just the tea that I had asked for half an hour ago. I'm okay. Thank you, Meryl. You're mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, that was Meryl Streep right there. Season three is going to pick up as a three. We'll try to figure out who killed Ben Glenroy, who is played by Paul Rudd. She, uh, Meryl Streep is joining the cast. It's not known yet whether she's going to appear as a guest or in a recurring role or if she's going to be a series regular. We don't know that yet, but season three returns in August, and that's what's trending. Caller 20 right now, 702-364-9400. That's you, your Caller 20. You're playing heads up, and we got a cool prize for you. We are giving you your tickets to see the Harlem Globetrotters. Four of them to check out the game at the Thomas and Mack Center on February 23rd. They face the Washington Generals, and this is your chance to show you've got game. You can bring the family, join in on the court before the game to show your skills, shoot some hoops, get some player autographs, some photos. We have a 30-minute pregame magic pass too for you. And it begins 90 minutes before tip-off. It's going to create uh, memories you'll never forget. That is the grand prize that you'll be registered for if you win these four tickets to the Harlem Globetrotters. So, some really cool stuff here. Caller 20, you get to play, you get to pick your category, you get to pick your partner, and if you get six minutes... Or if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, good morning, Judy. You're Caller 20. Good morning. You are going to win these tickets. I know it. Harlem Globetrotters passes. Four of them when they come to the Thomas and Mac. Let's pick a category for you. Do you want to go with Snowstorm? Coffee cup or concession line? Let's go with snowstorm. Snowstorm, it is. Okay, World Snow Day is 
or actually was on Sunday. So these are all things that are associated with snow, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? You, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. Judy, you get six correct. You're going to go see the Harlem Globetrotters, and you start now. When there's too much of it, you use this to clear the sidewalk? No trouble. Yes. Um, when you want to go down a hill, you get in one of these. A sled. Yes. Um, sometimes it turns to this on the roads. It makes them slippery. Nice. Yes. Um, this is the season that we see most of it. Winter. Yes. Um, do you want to build a... Snowman. Yes. Um, these will drip down from your roof, and they make... The, like, we used to use them as pops... Popsicles. They were bicycles. Yes, yeah. you got it. Congratulations, Judy. Ooh, thank you so much. Judy, you have plenty of time to spare, and you're going to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. They'll be here in February at the Thomas and Max. So, congratulations on winning Heads Up, and we'll do Heads Up again in the eight o'clock hour. And when you win Heads Up in the eight o'clock hour, tickets to go see Bruno Mars. But up next. It's Wednesday, so coming up next, we have two truths, one lie. We are going to be live streaming on our YouTube channel. If you want to check it out, like and subscribe. We'll also be on Facebook. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us is going to be lying. Can you tell who the liar is? It's not as easy as it sounds, but we try it. Two truths and one lie is coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. So you've heard of it. Yeah, you've heard well, of yeah, it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Two truths and one lie is on. Can you tell who is telling the truth and who is lying? We are live streaming right now on YouTube and on Facebook. So you can join us there. Maybe you'll be able to tell by the body language to see who the liar is. Otherwise, if you're listening, take your best guess. Who is the liar this morning? Um, Last week, I think we started with JC. So, Steph, why don't you start today? You got 30 seconds on the clock. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? Are you all set, ready to go? I'm ready to go. Okay. Starts now. Talked about how disappointing that game was from the Chargers, Jacksonville. And as a Chargers fan, it was really upsetting seeing that 27-0 lead just be blown out. So we were talking about in the first half, me and James, like, oh my gosh, we might play the Chiefs next week. And he reminded me when we went to the Chargers-Chiefs game back in November at SoFi Stadium, that James almost got into a fight with a Chiefs fan sitting right behind us. A belligerent Chiefs fan says, hey, sit down. And James is like, what'd you say? And I knew from that tone I needed to sit back. Oh, no. Yeah, and the Chiefs fan, he was belligerent. His girlfriend ended up walking him out and saying, hey, we got to go. Stop. It's, it's enough. So James almost got into a fight with a Chiefs fan at a Chargers Chiefs game last year. Yikes. I just don't, I don't know. I don't see James getting into a fight with anyone he's so nice he's so low-key like i just i don't think he would do that do you sweet james every time he tells james story it's a sweet story i I don't see it unless the guy was coming at you steph and he's defending your honor i definitely see him doing that but sweet james getting upset with someone taunting or being loud at a a sporting event i don't see it happening that's funny okay oh i I, i'm not gonna say more than what i want to say but other than that he's a gemini and there's two sides to him oh i didn't think about that that means but all right (laughs) yeah geminis are known for having like two different personalities so we, we may only be seeing one side of him so 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Uh, tell us who, if you think Steph is telling the truth. Is she lying? You can also comment on social media. Um, I, that means I am up next. Okay. Okay. Ready, Mercedes? I am ready. 30 seconds on the clock to tell my story and go. go. All right. So today is a visual. It helps if you're watching on the live stream, the sweater I am wearing today. This is my lucky sweater. Whenever I wear this sweater, something good happens to either myself or somebody close to me. Some of the things that have happened to me while wearing this sweater. Um, my daughter, she got invited to be uh, part of this invite-only program at school. My other daughter made a team that she had tried out for. Matt, he got a contract for a job he wanted. And then I actually um, secured a, a contract wearing this sweater. So whenever I wear this sweater, good things happen. Wow. It looks very warm. It looks very comfortable, by the way. It's very cozy. It's very big. It's oversized. I don't wear it that often, and that's because I don't want to ruin the the magic of it, the the luckiness of it. But yeah, oh, my mom hit a mini jackpot once when I was wearing it, and I took her gambling. How so. long have you had the sweater? What? I've had it for like five or six years. Yeah, I don't wear it that often, I and I only wear it in cold weather. So but yeah, it's in July. She's like, I need some yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she's in the casino gambling oh, with this 110 degree heat. <laughs> but oh. it's my lucky sweater, and I yeah, good things happen to me awesome. or people that I know when I wear it. Is it so. every single time you wear it, or just sometimes? Every single time, no. something good happens to someone. Ooh, I hope you're telling time. the truth. So someone's something's good's me gonna too. happen to some to myself or someone. I am close to today. So I'm excited for whoever it is. That's good. Yeah. So there you go. Very nice looking sweater too. Am I telling the truth or am I lying? What do you think? Let us know. And JC, you're up next. 30 seconds on the clock. Ready? Yep. Starts now. When I was either fifth or sixth grade, I got hit by a motorcycle. I don't think I've told this story on the air. Maybe I did. But uh, behind our house, there were these fields, and uh, the older kids would take their dirt bikes out there and three-wheelers. And the younger kids, like myself, we'd be out there on little huffy bikes riding around. And I was riding uh, my bike, and my neighbor, David Ernstberger, came up behind me on his dirt bike, and he caught my tire. I ended up falling over. He ended up rolling over me. Busted my lip, blood everywhere. I went running home crying, went to the doctor's office, and I got stitches in my lip. <gasps> How many stitches did you get? Once like three or four stitches. That's it? You blood everywhere and you only got three or four stitches? Mm-hmm. My lip, let's bleed. Yeah, yeah. Fifth or sixth grade, it happened. Mm-hmm. I know, but like that's a small little area. Only three stitches. Could have <laughs> more, but my memory says three or four stitches. I don't think it was more. This definitely wasn't more than four stitches. Did you go back on a bike again after that? I, I did, and I ended up getting a three-wheeler. But I'll tell you what, after that, I was anytime I was on my bike and one of the neighbor kids was on their dirt bike or an ATV and they were coming by me, I was traumatized. I, I was scared. I'd go off the side of the road or if I was on a field, I'd get off the field. I had this parent that someone's going to come up behind me on a dirt bike and hit me after that. What do you guys think? True story or a lie? Let us know. It is time to uh, figure out who is telling the truth and who is lying. 702-364-9400. Jan says, Steph is lying. Game over. Like, we don't even need to discuss this. It's done. Uh, This one says, I think Mercedes is lying. If it's a lucky sweater, why wouldn't you wear it every single day? Because the luck will run out. I I can only save it for special occasions. This is why. Trust me, I know it works. Um, This one says, Steph is definitely lying. I don't think her husband would try to get in a fight with someone. Uh, Jennifer says, go Chiefs. LOL, JC (laughs) is lying. 
Uh, this Drunk one. Chief <laughs> this one says, "I think that JC is lying. We would have heard that story before." Uh, Jay Gaming says, "I think Steph is lying." Juliana says, "Steph." Uh, Joy says, I think it's JC just because I want to pick on him. Oh, <laughs> Joy's your buddy. All right, let's do the reveal. Truth teller number one. David Ensberger hit me with his dirt bike when oh. I was a kid. Yeah. Bleeding out of my lip. Went to the doctor's office, three stitches, and then. His parents made him come to our house later on at night and apologize to me oh. for hitting me with his dirt bike. Oh, I can see why. Yeah, that's scary. Okay. So JC was telling the truth. Truth teller number two. That's me. Oh. This, is, this is my lucky sweater. That's cute. Yeah. I, uh, I, every time I wear this, something good happens to me or some someone I know. So I put it on. I actually got my outfit out last night and I was like, ooh. Something good's gonna happen tomorrow. I got my lucky sweater on. Did so. you did you get it? Did you buy it? Or is it like a handmade sweater? No, it's I I bought it. It's like I don't know what the brand is. BCBG. So it's It looks a, nice too. Yeah, it's, yeah, cute. Nice it's very cozy, but something good's gonna happen today. So I hope it's someone that deserves it. And that means Steph, <laughs> the liar, had to pin it on James. He said I could do it. I was like, I need a lie, babe. He goes, Pin it on me. I don't know. Pretend I got into a fight somewhere. I'm like, ooh, I'll pin it back to the Chiefs. <laughs> he would never get in a fight. Oh, He's I so wouldn't say sweet. that. He's so sweet. I wouldn't <laughs> say that. I wouldn't say that. But that was the part that lied. <laughs> It'd be more real if he turned around and paid the person a compliment. Well, you look very nice, Chief said. Mind calming down, please? Yeah, they're like, lies. <laughs> Hot three's up next. What do you got for us? All right. What do you spend your disposable income on? The new study finds there is something that a lot of us are paying for maybe we shouldn't we'll talk about that coming up also uh this is kind of a scary thing to think about but it's it's good advice where is the best place to hide if a a nuclear blast were to occur we're going to talk about that and amazon sent a guy this instead of a, an iPhone that he ordered. Wait until you hear what it was and what did they do to make up for the mistake. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right. Let's uh, talk about our disposable income. It may be a rarity now, thanks to rising costs, but it turns out that eating out or getting a takeaway is uh, the top way we spend our disposable income. A new study has found the average adult has $338 of disposable income each month, which is less than 12 bucks a day. And this data found that after paying rent and uh, or the mortgage, utilities, food, other living expenses, just a small amount of spare ca- cash is left. And of those polled, 45% even claim to have months with that absolutely no disposable income whatsoever left in the bank account and more than four in 10 feel like they're never going to be earning enough money to give them a decent amount of spare cash. It also, they also found that for those who do have some money left at the end of their month, going out to eat is the most popular way to spend it. Putting some away towards a holiday, a vacation um, that was next on the list, followed by new clothes. Um, Researchers found that, Rent or mortgage takes up the biggest chunk of cash, while food and drink accounts for just over $272 every month. Yeah, I would fall into that, like doing Postmates or Uber Eats, because when, when I do order that stuff, in my mind, I'm thinking that's, that's my treat to myself, saving myself time, not going to pick it up, uh, the convenience of it. If I do Instacart, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, that's the treat of saving myself, not going to the grocery store, spending the time there, picking up all the stuff and everything. So when I do that... It, it, it starts to add up, and in my mind, I'm telling myself, this is your reward. This is the treat that you're you're buying yourself more time at the house to play with the dogs or do whatever because someone else is doing the grocery shopping. Okay. All right. That, I mean, I, I guess I can see your way of thinking on that one, it's some uh, save, saving you some time. Save the time. So pay the money to save the time to do other things. What's it for you? I think um, I would – I save a lot of our money so that we can go on vacations um, and sometimes it takes me a while to get enough money saved up for whatever we want to do. But I think that's where we, that's where most of our disposable income goes. And so I don't use it right away, like every month, but I definitely say, okay, this, this amount is going to the vacation fund because we want to go here in two years or whatever. So I would say vacations would be something entertainment, maybe like concerts, 
uh, games. We love to go to sporting events. So I, I think a lot of a lot of my money spent on like experiences and places to go. I want to go do stuff. Yeah, know? and those memories last a lifetime. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, this morning, your chances of dying in a nuclear blast are about a billion times lower than falling down an open elevator shaft. So keep that in mind. Don't worry too much about this, but it's very interesting nonetheless. A new study has figured out the best place to hide and take shelter if nukes start falling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're falling. Yeah. Um, obviously, a bomb shelter is your best bet. But assuming you don't have one, here's what they say. Ideally, you want to be inside a sturdy structure, not outside. And get to the corner of a room as fast as possible. Specifically, a corner facing the blast. Researchers did a bunch of computer simulations to see what happens when the blast wave hits different types of buildings. And if you're too close, there's not much you can do. But if you're in a moderate damage zone, more than a mile or so away, you might have a chance. That's where the blast itself won't get you, but the shock wave and high winds from it could. They looked at how a nuclear blast wave moves through a building and the worst places to be are in hallways, in doorways and near windows. That's where the the airspeed from the blast is the highest because they it ends up being like that wind tunnel effect. The best place to be is in a corner of a room facing the blast, but you only have a second or two. So you you got to be kind of quick about it. You can't just like, oh, where should I go? <laughs> you got you got to move <laughs> on something like that. What is coming initial thought in your house? Where are you going? Um well, now that I've seen that um, I think I would probably go, I, I, you know, depending on the direction that it's coming from, I say I would go into the corner of my bedroom upstairs. That's, that's where I would go. Or in the corner of the family room downstairs there, our bedroom is on top of it. Mm-hmm. So depending on where I am, how about you? Uh, before you even got into the story, you told me that I think, okay, a nuclear bomb is dropping. Where do I go? Downstairs. We have an office downstairs. And then in that office, there's a, kind of like a walk-in closet that goes underneath the staircase of the house. It's away from windows. I feel like it's protected. I would go into that closet. Yeah, it's a, I never would have thought like a corner, but mm-hmm. now that I've seen that, um, maybe if, if before I saw that, I would go into my husband's walk-in closet. There's no windows. It's completely, well, there's not a lot of room in there, but um, like my closet has a window, so I definitely would not go in mine. Windowless is key. Yeah, now for we sure. Know. They, they hopefully we'll never need this advice. Yes, exactly. Mm. Just interesting, you know. Yeah. And then finally this morning, we have all experienced a lost pack or a damaged one, but have you ever received something completely different from what you ordered? A man in the UK recently ordered an iPhone from Amazon, but when the box arrived, it only contained a small package of dog food from an Irish company called Naturo. Now, um, it's unclear how much the dog food was worth, but the man paid over $1,000 for the phone, so I'm guessing it wasn't worth that much. But Amazon initially refused to issue a refund, but the man went to his local news station and their investigators reached out to Amazon within minutes An Amazon rep called the man and apologized. They also issued him a full refund and told them that they would be conducting an internal review to figure out what happened. I think that that happens. I wouldn't say more often than we would like, but I think it happens every once in a while where you order some sort of electronics and they're heavy and someone uses the packaging and they put something 
also heavy in there so it feels like it you're like ready to open it and then it's something completely different yeah the fact that they wouldn't um I mean, you probably had the photos and everything to prove it the fact that they were putting up a fight at first is kind of like uh, interesting that amazon's gonna dispute that well i i not to their credit i wonder how many people actually keep an item like that and then they scam amazon you know what i mean yeah so you got to be careful with that i've had i've had um Amazon. Well, it wasn't Amazon. It was another company I ordered from. I've had them question me when I needed to return something because it wasn't what I ordered. And they were like, I could tell they thought I kept it and tried to replace it with a janky item. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, this is what you sent me. I promise. I'm not going to fight you over uh, a $20 AirPods case. I'm not going to scam you for that. Like, and then so finally they ended up giving it back to me. Coming up here at 7 o'clock, we've got the 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live on Facebook and also YouTube for the entire hour during songs, during commercials. You can talk with us. We chat back with you guys. That starts in three minutes. We were just talking in the Hot 3 about a story where a guy ordered an iPhone off of Amazon and he ended up getting dog food and it was a whole thing and they didn't want to pay him or refund the purchase because they thought it was a scam. In the end, he ended up getting his money back. But it it got me uh, thinking about these iPhones and something that I read yesterday that I thought was really interesting. And I've actually seen this with a couple of... Uh, kids that I know that fit the description here. So Gen Z, they are ditching the iPhone for the vintage vibe of a flip phone. They are loving the flip phone. And two of my daughter's friends have flip phones. And I think it's so cute when I see them like pull it out and, and they, they flip it. And it just takes me back to when I had a razor phone. I used to love my razor phone. I thought it was the coolest thing. It was so skinny. It just fit in your back pocket. It was just... I loved my Razor phone and these aren't Razor phones, but they are just the flip phones. And I think it's I think it's cool that Gen Z likes these vintagey things. They like older things. And I don't know. I have hope. I think Gen Z is pretty cool. I like Gen Z. You have faith in them. Yeah. Yeah. Total faith in them. By the way, Brooklyn was awesome last week judging those songs. We're pitching Brooklyn old school songs from the eighties oh, and nineties yeah. and stuff, and she was she was ranking them, and <laughs> I was impressed with some of her rankings of some of those songs. So I, I do have faith as well. If, if Brooklyn's the leader in my mind of Gen Z, I have a lot of faith in them. She has, a, you know, she has that same kind of vibe thing. She loves nineties things. She loves, you know, asking me about things from when I grew up. She she's like, hey, do you have? Do you have a claw clip I could borrow? And so I ordered a bunch of claw clips for her because I didn't have them. Like, she just loves that kind of vibe. And I I think it's cool. But is there something that that you love that would be considered vintage and you love it because it just doesn't compete with technology? Like, you, you say, okay, I will never get the latest and greatest whatever because it just doesn't compare to, to this. What is it? 702 702- Three six four ninety four hundred. For me, it's like it's books. Like I don't read a lot, but when I do, I will always buy a book. I love the feel of the book, the smell of the book, the turning the pages. I will never read a book on um on like on an iPad or a Kindle or anything like that. And if you do, I think you know more power to you. But for me, I just think a book is so much better.
I'm right there with you on the books. Uh, I, I, so for my reading, all my nonfiction stuff, uh, like the self-help book and motivational books, I, I do have them on my iPad. I, I read those on my iPad because I don't read them straight through. I'll read 10, 20 pages a night. I'm bouncing around between book and book, downloading samples. But when it comes to like my fiction, to sit down and enjoy it and get into the story of the book, I need to hold it in my hands. And there's a bookstore it's in Wyoming because I'm, I'm reading a a book series about a game warden in Wyoming. And uh, every time we go to Wyoming in the summer, I always go to the bookstore and buy the next two books in a series. So I have those books that I bought in Wyoming, hard copy to read and hold, and the smell too, and the smell of a bookstore. And the same with magazines. I, I, I love going to Barnes & Noble and buying magazines and holding a magazine. And I know you can get them on your iPad and it's so much more convenient, but there's something about going to Barnes & Noble and getting three or four magazines and sitting out by the pool or sitting on your couch and reading a magazine. Yeah, I love going to the bookstore. Like uh, we were in Arizona and we went out to dinner and they had this huge Barnes & Noble. And just like walking in and it's like, wow, there's just so much. I am such a fan. Is there something else uh, that just does not compare? This text just came in. It says, I'm the same way with vinyls and CDs. Like there is a sound. There is a sound. It's different than the download. Um I don't I don't listen to vinyls and CDs. I don't even have anywhere to play vinyls and CDs. I don't think I even own vinyls and CDs, but I get it. I totally get it. And and vinyls coming back in a big way. All these artists that release music, they release it on vinyl and they sell out. Like there's a limited edition on some some record that I just uh I was interested in it, and I got an email like limited edition vinyls, and I was like, I was thinking of some friends of mine that listen to vinyl, and it's just it's huge. It's making such a comeback. We've got uh, there's a tradition of Christmas time. We go back east with Lars and Uncle. We always watch a Christmas vacation. That's like that's a, a thing that we do. And we haven't been been back east to see her family for a few years, and it was it, we're back home for Christmas, and and her aunt says, oh, we should watch you know Christmas vacation. And I'm like, awesome. So we finished dinner and around the TV, and I'm like, Netflix. Hulu, what are we going to do? And her uncle's like, oh, no, 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 no. And gets the DVD out. I'm like, all right, going old school. Got some DVDs. They still do DVDs. Got a DVD player. I'm like, this is pretty cool. Haven't watched a DVD in a long time. I know. I mean, there's something about it. I thought you were going to say a VCR tape. And that's like, <laughs> my mom still has a VCR. Does she really? She does. And there, there's a reason for it because we have a lot of like home movies that are on VCR tapes. And, uh, you know, we want to be able to watch them whenever we want. When I go back, I like to watch some of them because I used to, like, direct a lot of them. I was obsessed with my dad's camcorder. It was the kind that sat on your shoulder. And I would, like, video family things. And I was always the director. I wanted to film everything. And I'm so glad I did because now we have all these tapes of really cool moments with our family. Was it the uh, the camcorder that you actually put the VHS tape in? Yeah. The actual camcorder? Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. You put it in there, and you, <laughs> it, it, it was on your shoulder. Uh-huh. And, man, that thing was so cool. I don't know where it is now, but this one says, I miss going to Blockbuster to find a movie for family night. Oh, that was always like a a thing. And then you would always look at the returns and follow the people back to the shelves when they were putting them back, hoping to get one of the new releases. That was the best. I loved Blockbuster. Oh, Blockbuster. <laughs> Hollywood video. Yeah, it was such a special treat to go in there and get your movie or movies for the weekend. Now, coming up here uh, this morning, uh, Madonna tickets in the 9 o'clock hour, 940 on those Madonna tickets. And then in the 8 o'clock hour, 825, we've got tickets for you to go see Bruno Mars. 
It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. We're streaming live right now. It's our 7 a.m. social club. We're on YouTube and Facebook, and we're just talking about the UNLV Rebels, the dancers. They won two national titles, and the routine has gone viral. Everyone's talking about that that dance video. Yeah, the uh, UDA 2023 D1A Hip Hop Champions. Unbelievable. The choreography, the footwork, the transitions, just insane. And uh, you got to check it out. Congratulations to them. So well-deserved. That's a really cool thing. Also, too, the UNLV Lady Rebels. I mean, the ladies are on fire right now. They've won eight in a row. They're 7-0 in the conference. 17-2 is their overall record. Number one in the Mountain West. They got a game tomorrow night. The thing is, though, they're not ranked nationally. Why are they not ranked nationally? It makes no sense. Mm, politics. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, probably what it is. Because I mean, you're, when you're 7-0 in your conference, 17-2 or 18-2, they won eight in a row. You can't stop those ladies. Madonna, she's going to be here in concert. She's going to be here in October. Those tickets go on sale Friday. We have yours actually in the 9 o'clock hour. But in a new interview, Jennifer Lopez says that she, not Christina Aguilera, was going to be the one that was kissing Madonna and Britney Spears. Back in the 2003 MTV Video Music Awards. So Jennifer says, I was filming a movie in Canada and we had met at Madonna's house. Me, Madonna, and Britney, and we talked about doing it. Then I couldn't get off the film, so they got Christina to do it instead. That's uh, That was just one of those iconic m- moments in history that you're going to see for the rest of your life. Really. I know. Uh, Lovers and Friends, speaking of concert, they announced the lineup on, on uh, Tuesday. It's going to be here on May 6th. Tickets go on sale Friday. Las Vegas Festival Grounds. Missy Elliott, Mariah Carey, Pitbull, Usher, Christina Aguilera, Boys to Men, Nelly. I mean, the list is, it never ends with the, with the big names that are coming to town. It's going to be huge. Like, just so many great acts. Um, I'm most excited for Missy Elliott. I cannot wait to see her. What a lineup they have this year. Uh, who remembers when MTV actually played music videos? Can you tell me what channel MTV is on? Um, It's funny because we were actually watching MTV in Phoenix over the weekend, and we were watching videos. They were playing videos. Were doing videos? I was so excited, um, but I don't know what the channel is. I don't. I, we just came across it, and the Harry Styles as it was video was on, so we started watching it. And then the Megan Trainor made you look video came on, and then we started watching that. And then the Taylor Swift anti hero uh, video came on. We started watching that, and I was all excited. I was like, videos! They're back. <laughs> we're just talking about what's old is new again. Yeah. Videos on MTV. Well, Loudwire put together a list of the eleven best MTV shows that were all about music. Got the top five. Tell me if you watched these when they were on back in the day. Were you ever into Headbangers Ball? No. No. That was a, I, a little before I was into music. Yeah. Uh, 120 minutes. It ran from 1986 to 2003. Okay. Did, definitely did not watch that. Didn't know what that one was about. Making the video from 1999 to 2010. <sighs> I probably watched it. I just don't remember. MTV Unplugged. They started those in 1989, and they're still doing it today. No. You never got into the Unplugged series? I'm not a big Unplugged fan, but I remember them. I just didn't really. It wasn't a show that I was like, I got to watch this. I remember some of the bands. I remember they had a kiss. What kiss? Unplugged. Nirvana. uh, Nirvana. Some of the videos you see are are from that MTV Unplugged. I would watch those. uh, if it was a big name, I would definitely check it out. And then the number one show, Total Request Live, which ran from 1998 to 2008. I watched that every single day. Like, clockwork, 3.30. Like, that was what I watched. Carson Daly, Vanessa Manello, uh, all of those people. 
obsessed with that show. And it was always buzzworthy, too. They always had a big name artist in there. Something, something happened. Oh, Britney was always on and sing, Backstreet Boys. Like, and, and then I remember we went to New York, and I remember seeing all the people lined up outside. I'm like, that's where TRL is. <laughs> like, yeah, that was just incredible. We were outside when it was actually happening. You can see Carson they Daly were, standing they up They were there. lining up for it. They, we, we were early, so they were, people were lining up trying to get their spot there for it. It was a thing. They brought it here to Las Vegas once for spring break. They brought uh, Total Request Live. Spring break, they go somewhere every year, and they came to Vegas one year. It was downtown, because I remember they had No Doubt was performing, and I want to say Pink was also performing downtown, but it was a whole thing on Fremont Street. I thought this was interesting. Number 10, they have Yo! MTV Raps. I thought that would be higher up on their list. I, I loved Yo! MTV, rap, uh, to MTV Raps. I thought that was a good one. 1988 to 1995 is when that ran. Last one here. So this year is the 25th anniversary of Titanic. And there's that debate. Could Jack and Rose have both fit on that door at the end of the movie? It's the debate that's never going to be settled. But check this out. There was no door. During a recent panel discussion, James Cameron said, quote, it's technically not a door. It's a piece of wood paneling from the first class cabin. I saw that, and I was very surprised. It looked like a door to me. So that was some, some new information this morning. I was really surprised. I felt like maybe was there a handle on it or something. Everyone thought it was a door. And, and uh, he insisted that the reason that Jack and Rose could not both survive had nothing to do with there not being enough room on the piece of wood paneling. He says that the, the, the board would not remain buoyant. It would sink if they both got on that board. Were you calling Leo fat? Is that what you're doing, James Cameron? Yeah, uh, at least try, right? <laughs> they put a scene in there where he tries to get on the board. Like, oh, no, we're sinking. So you stay on the board. Well, once it starts sinking, I don't think there's any chance of getting it out. So maybe it was a good call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we're sinking. Oh, we're sinking. Oh, we're sinking like, well, let's push it back up. No, it, I don't think it works that way. He rolls off and the board floats back up. I don't think it works that way. I think once you get once it you're underwater, that board, it's probably going to go down. She's all mad at him. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> now we're both dead. Why, you idiot? <laughs> I hate you. Next hour, 825, those tickets for you. You to go see Bruno Mars. Have you ever been on the receiving end of a Good Samaritan where you lost something and miraculously they returned it to you? Maybe they hand delivered it. Maybe you got it in the mail, something like that. We are just like crossing our fingers and it's probably not going to happen, but when we were in Phoenix over the weekend, we we got on the airplane. It was like a two hour delay. And and my daughter was so tired. She was at a volleyball tournament. She fell asleep on my other daughter and she was wearing like sweatpants and she had her um, AirPods in. But when she fell, was falling asleep, she just put them in her pocket. So she fell asleep on my other daughter. Then they were like, we're boarding. And so we all get up. We go, we get on the plane. And when she gets on the plane, she goes to her pocket to get them out. And she's like, where are my AirPods? And I was like, I don't know. Where are they? She's like, I think they fell out of my pocket. So she's like going through all her stuff. And we asked the flight attendant. We're like, can she run back out there and find them? She's like, I can't let you off the plane. I'll, I'll call up there and have them look. So she says the lady looked, but we were not sitting at our gate. We were sitting at the gate next to our gate because there was more chairs there. So she only looked at our gate. Long story short, the lady didn't find them and um we were we were using find my to track them and we, so we saw them and we're like oh no so we set him up to give us an alert when someone opened them and on the plane she gets this alert she's like someone just opened them i'm like oh no and there's a note that you can put with them like please call me if you find these but you have to hook it up to your phone in order to get that message so we've been watching these airpods for the last day and a half 
And it's like, then they were out of their case. Then they moved, but they're still at the airport. We just don't know where. They're, I think there might be, they might be in lost and found. And I don't know how we get in touch with Southwest Airlines lost and found at the Phoenix airport. I've like Googled. There's no direct phone number. So I don't know how you even get in touch with them. Is there a lost and found at the airport? Just calling the airport in general? Is there one main lost and found? It's like there's not a phone number for anything. It's like fill out this this thing and, yeah. and we'll get back to you. And so I fill it out and I get an email back. We've received your request. It's like I don't know how to get a real life person. Uh-huh. And I'm just hoping some good Samaritan is like, you know what? Let's see. Let's see who these belong to, and they'll reach out to us. Probably not going to happen, but I'm still keeping my fingers crossed. But you you see it moving, like when you first someone first opens it, so the air, they open it up, and you get the alert. Then you can see on the Find My, you see it moving through the airport, like someone had them, found them, and or, now they're in a different spot. So than they're they still were in the airport, though. They're at the airport. I just don't know where, and it's just. And then they, they, like, one was on this, one AirPod was over here and the other was over here. What? And then they, like, it was just weird. It crazy. was weird. And so I, I don't think we're going to get it back. But have, have, you ever, have you ever been on the receiving end of a Good Samaritan where they returned something that belonged to you that you had lost? And, and what did you lose? Um, let us know. Your story is kind of interesting. Yeah, a buddy of mine likes to go and explore abandoned places. That's his thing. And he posts videos and stuff. And it's, it's really cool. And he went to a place, uh, northern Nevada. It's called the Prince mine and it's been abandoned for a long time and he was up there and you can tell it's abandoned um and he's just kind of checking things out and he found like an old suitcase and so he took it and he took it home and he was trying to open it and this was back in i mean late summer early fall got the thing open and inside were all these native american artifacts and he showed me pictures there was uh, there was a book um there was like an arrowhead all this really cool stuff and he's like i have to like obviously this belongs to someone it's been up there abandoned for a long time super dirty and inside the book was inscribed to someone's name the author wrote to you know to john smith you know there's a little note inside so he spent the past couple of months trying to track down this john smith dude and he finally did it's a 74 year old guy who still lives up in the area of the mine and he lost that suitcase like in the 80s so my buddy tracks him down, calling people, finds him. And the guy's like, yeah, I, 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 lo- I remember losing that in the 80s. So this past weekend, my buddy drove back up there to give the guy the suitcase. And the guy opened it up. He's like, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen this in, in three or four uh, decades. It's been a long time. But never give up hope because my buddy found this and tracked the guy down. Some 40 years later, he finally gets his, his uh, briefcase, back, briefcase back filled with these artifacts. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, after all this time. Hey, Patrick, good morning. What do you think? Hey, I just want to let you guys know, I work at uh, Harry Reid here in town, and um, they do have a lost and found right above the ticket counter. Right. I, gosh, I can't imagine how many AirPods and iPhones and, and iPads that they have. I, I, is there a way to get in touch with these lost and founds or you just have to go in? Because I'm not flying back to Phoenix for a pair of AirPods. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think you'd have to call the airport and just uh, ask them to transfer you to the lost and found. Yeah, I, it's just it's impossible to track down a and human how do, being. How would you identify that they're yours? Bring Brooklyn's phone or bring so it will connect to her phone? How she you... has a special case that's not like a normal case. And it's it's it looks it, it's got a specific design on it. I'm not going to say in case. Someone so it's down like, hey, yeah. the Mickey no, Mouse there's, design. There's blue flowers on her case. And so we told the lady we're like, there's there's blue flowers all over it. It's pretty distinctive. And she's like, oh, I'll try. But who knows? Nicole, good morning. What what happened to you? Good morning, Mercedes. Um, so 
My son left his iPhone on a Southwest flight, and my grandma left her carry-on with brand-new iPad in it. We got both of them back. How? You did the right thing. All you have to do is that you fill out that thing with Southwest, you get the generic email back, and they follow up on it. They were so good both times. Like, they'll send you follow-ups, and then they ended up shipping the stuff back to us each time. One took a couple months, but the other one was within like two weeks oh my gosh okay now i'm hopeful i did get that generic email back like we will let you know and i was like yeah i'll never hear from them again but that's good to i'm so excited i even have a report number and everything do you need to do more with the airport though because it wasn't on the flight so they check are they checking that that the actual flight like oh mercedes was on this flight that's this plane let's go check the plane but yours is actually in the airport though no and 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 that they have to check like all that oh, area, not it. just the flight. Not just so the plane we'll itself. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe I have faith. I'll get lucky. I have faith. Uh, and, and she's like, "What are we gonna do?" I'm like, "Well, you got to buy yourself a new pair of AirPods if you want them." She's like, "Will you? Will you go half with me on them?" I'm like, "No. <laughs> Why would I go half? I didn't even lose." That's them. not how the world works. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going half with you on anything. Good, <laughs> <laughs> nice play though, Brooklyn. Uh, no, she really Great tried. Play. I'll give her that. Great play. You need it for school. Yeah, I need it to learn <laughs> no, stuff. She's, she's good. She, she lost them. Next hour, eight twenty-five. Tickets for you to go see Bruno Mars. Uh, those are tickets are going to be yours when you win heads up. Up and up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? A big honor for UNLV's dance team. We've got uh, some just incredible news on that. We're going to talk about what they won over the weekend. Also, what is the time of day that you are the most productive and petty revenge? A man teaches a stranger a lesson for parking in his driveway. Wait until you hear what he did. Is he being too petty or is he justified? That's all coming up next in the hot three. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. UNLV's Rebel Girls and Company dance team took first place in two categories at the 2023 UCA and UDA College Cheerleading and Dance Team National Championship in Orlando, Florida over the weekend. The Universal Cheerleaders Association and Universal Dance Association's National Championships, which is called the biggest weekend in college cheerleading and dance, saw colleges compete Friday through Sunday for national titles, and the Rebels placed first among Division I ace 
schools in the hip hop and uh, in in the hip hop and game day dance competitions. Uh, if you go to YouTube and we can post it on our website too, uh, you can see the troop. They did a choreographed routine to the remix of Dr. Dre's "Forgot About Dre" to just crazy cheers in the audience. Um, th- so many views on YouTube on that. The Rebels also placed first for their game day dance routine, which gave a nod to. Their town, Viva Las Vegas. The team's win in Florida comes eight months after it also claimed first place at the 2022 International Cheer Union Championship title in Orlando. Steph, you did some uh, some research on the choreography, and what did you learn? I learned that the choreographer is based out in L.A., but he's backed up for like BTS and amazing huge artists. And it's all a matter of seconds because I loved that video. I was, my friends were sending it to me like, oh my gosh, did you see this video? And I said, absolutely loved it. And then when we started talking about it more and how they won awards, I was like, who is this choreographer? His name's Andrew and he is awesome. And a lot of mutual friends of ours, uh, I, I see and I'm like, wow. And I'm just so amazed by his work. And I'm really, really happy that we're getting a title here from, you know, UNLV. Yeah, the it, the routine is just so clean and uh, amazing. So you got to check it out. Congratulations. Um, also this morning, would you say you're more productive in the morning or the afternoon? If you said afternoon, You're an outlier, at least according to this. A new poll found that the average office worker is most productive at 1022 a.m. And then it is all downhill from there. We hit our first big slump at 127 p.m. And then another one on top of it at 206 p.m. It also found we tend to feel the most drained on Mondays and Fridays. The top things that can drain us in a typical workday are too much time in front of a computer, getting interrupted by colleagues, not taking breaks. In general, though, 38% of people say they feel more productive working in an office, while 22% say they get more done when they're working from home. Everyone else says there's really no big difference, apparently. Noise levels and not being able to control the thermostat were two things that we don't like about being in an office. Um, the best part, two-thirds agreed it's being around coworkers. We uh, They had a lock on our, our AC, on our thermostat for the longest time. And then uh, you, can, you can find everything on YouTube. There's workarounds. Yeah. So you f- you figured out how to unlock it? Uh, I unlocked. Remember the one day you came in, it was super, super hot in here. The AC wasn't working right. Yeah. So yeah we did the unlock that day to fix things, make things better. And ever since, we uh, haven't had an issue. Yeah, it seems to be fine. And if you ever want any changes, let me know. We can uh, easily <laughs> unlock it and uh, find a setting that uh, suits your needs over there. Finally, this morning, it is not cool when someone inconveniences you for their own convenience. And it's especially bad when they do it on your property. What do you think of about this? Is this super petty or are you like, this guy is in the right? This guy was uh, driving home last Friday when he noticed that a strange car was parked in his driveway. There, no one was there and there was a large uh, house party in his neighborhood. So there was no open street parking in sight. The driveway was only wide enough for one car with a barrier on either side and it was his driveway. So he parked behind the car. A few hours later, a woman showed up at his store and asked if he could please move his car so she could get out. He refused, saying he'd been drinking at home and he would not be moving his car that night. Well, she got mad and she called the cops. They showed up, but they couldn't do anything because it was private property. Oh, whoa. (laughs) The man told the woman, since it's a long weekend, I won't be leaving for work until Tuesday. 
and you can pick your car up. Oh, <laughs> savage. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think that's too petty or do you think that he's entitled? I, I mean, I, I see both sides. Um, don't be parking in someone's driveway. I mean, what are you doing? You, 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 that's, I mean, that's the rudest of all rude, to park in someone's driveway. And then he blocks her in. And I can see where he's coming from. You want to make this person pay. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I would move my car to let them out. Hopefully, the person that parked their car approaches the house in an apologetic way. Hey, I'm so sorry. I just I wasn't thinking. I parked in your driveway. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm, again, so sorry. Any chance you could move your car so I can get my car out? Again, I'm just a thousand apologies. It's very rude of me to do that. I would be apologetic in my approach. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I'm like the audacity of you thinking (laughs) you can park in my driveway. The audacity. I'm so sorry. I wasn't thinking, ma'am. I wasn't thinking. Well, you're thinking now. And you're thinking you're not going to do that again, right? (laughs) I know. I won't. Sorry. Okay, well, good. You can pick it up on Tuesday. Actually, I might Uber to work on Tuesday. No, 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 please, please. I'll, I'll move your car. Give me your keys. If you keep this up. You're adding a day to it. Just go home and cut your losses. <laughs> cut your losses. Okay. Don't say another word or l- unless you want to pick it up Thursday or Friday. I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> Next Tuesday, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then run away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mr. Stuart Park, imagine if you came home and someone was in your driveway. Dear Lord. Oh, the audacity. Like, the, and people who think they can just do it, and they're like, nope, uh-uh. Not we get angry when someone parks in front of our house for like an hour. Oh, I get angry when someone parks in my non-reserved parking spot that's not even truly mine, and someone parks and I'm like, what? I get angry for you. I know. 8 o'clock hour, there's tickets to go see Bruno Mars. Those are yours at 825. That's Rosalind. It's Snap. It's Mix 94.1, 8 o'clock Wednesday morning. Thanks so much for listening. We are, uh, we are definitely glad to have you here. So we were just talking about this uh, th- this lady who parked in someone's driveway and the the guy ended up parking behind her and would not move his car until yesterday apparently i wonder if he ended up moving it and uh we we were talking about complaining and stuff and you you had an issue that you wanted to complain about yeah i want to see if 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 i should have complained or as my buddy said i'm i would be complaining just to complain we went to lunch on saturday and i got a meatball sub and i've had it this place before it's awesome and i asked to hold the cheese no cheese please and and the server she's yeah, no problem. No problem at all. Um, they, they bring us our food, take a big bite into it, and, and there's the cheese in it. I'm like, ah, there's cheese in it. Now, I, I try not to eat cheese because my wife, Laura, has got Crohn's disease. She can't have dairy. So I cut back on that stuff. Can I have cheese? Absolutely. Have I had cheese? Absolutely. It's not going to affect my stomach or anything. But we're sitting there, and my buddy's like, how is it? I'm like, oh, it's good. But she forgot to tell him no cheese. I'm going to say something. And he goes, are you going to send it back? And I said, no, no, it's fine. I can still eat it. I just wanted her to be aware that I said no cheese and there's cheese on it. And my buddy goes, well, why, why are you complaining if you're not going to send it back? If you're going to send it back, I totally get it. But why are you bringing it to her attention? Are you, are you complaining just to complain? I'm like, well, I wanted her to know because what if I couldn't have cheese and I bit into it and I got sick or something? He's like, yeah, but you can't. You can have cheese, right? And I'm like, yeah, I can. So it was a whole thing back and forth. My buddy, it came down to my buddy saying I would be complaining just to complain. So I didn't say anything. I'm like, all right, fine, so be it. She came back. How's everything? I'm like, oh, it's fantastic. Great meal. Left a nice tip. Everything was, you know, everything was good. But in my mind, I'm thinking I wanted to tell her not to complain, but more so point like, hey, I said no cheese. Someone made a mistake along the way, and there's cheese in my sandwich. 
Um, was the cheese good? Oh, so good. Well, you should be, she did you a favor. She did me a solid, right? She did you a favor. Um, I kind of agree with your friend. I feel like if you weren't going to send it back, the, but like, I get it. I get where you're coming from because you just want to make them aware. God forbid that happens to someone who really cannot have that. But in your case, you can, you did, you're going to keep it. Like that'll happen to me with tomatoes. I just can't stand tomatoes. If something's on, tomatoes are on there. I always ask no tomatoes and a lot of times they'll still be tomatoes on it. I'll get it. And I don't say anything. I just take them off. I just like, just cause I don't, you know, I, I, one, I don't want to, they're going to ask if I want another and then I'd be like, no. So I don't know. I kind of agree with you uh, or with your friend on that one. Complaining just to complain. Cause my mindset is thinking, what if there's someone new in the kitchen and she wrote it down on the ticket order, no cheese. And this person didn't know to look at the ticket order like what what happened why was there cheese on it again end of the day i ate it it was awesome you know no one got sick or anything but my buddy brought up a scenario with his wife they went out they were finishing up their meal there was a piece of hair on the last like something on on the plate and she called the server over and said there's hair on it and he said would you want me to take it away so no it's fine and my buddy said it's like why why are you complaining if you're not gonna do anything about it you're complaining just to complain Okay, hair is a different thing. Hair is a different beast? Hair, in my opinion, is definitely different. I don't know. I would be like, can you tell someone back there to put a hairnet on and put her hair in a ponytail? Because this is uh, this is not good. I mean, I have found hair in my meal and continued eating only because I did investigative work and I determined it was my hair. <laughs> I matched it up, okay. And then I was like, oh, it was right on top. And I, I just touched my hair. So I'm thinking that my hair just fell in there and I'm just going to go ahead and move this out of the way and then continue eating it because it's different when it's your own hair. Um, but what do you think? Do you, do you think that's just complaining to complain or should you say something? Now, someone um, just texted us. It says, as a restaurant owner, I would say she grabbed the wrong sandwich and somebody else got yours without the cheese. I would have let them know just in case two orders um, are messed up instead of one. Um, this one says you have to point it out. Paying attention is key. Yeah, and maybe it's all how you frame it. Maybe you start off with the, I am not complaining and I totally want to keep this, but I just wanted to let you know in case there was a mix up in the kitchen. I got the, I got one with cheese on it, even though I asked for no cheese. And that way it doesn't sound like a complaint. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know? I, yeah, I didn't want to come across negative. If I would have said something when she came over and she says, oh, how's everything? i like, it's fantastic. This sandwich is so good. By the way, ask for no cheese. There's cheese on it. Oh, do you want to take it away? No, 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 no. It's all good. Just want to be aware that there was cheese on it. She's okay. probably like, oh, there goes my tip. <laughs> uh, Who's so, this guy complaining just to complain? Savannah, good morning. What do you think? Hi. Um. So... Yeah, I would just tell her, like, okay, you know, just to make you aware, I said no cheese, so so you're aware for the next person that might give you a special order. Just keep an eye out. Yeah, maybe he could even make a joke, but like, but I'm glad you made the mistake because the cheese is delicious <laughs> or something yeah. like that. And then she'd be like, oh, okay, he's kind of he's kind of happy about it. Except my buddy said, he just sent it back as a Mercedes, I'm biting the sandwich. The cheese is connected from my mouth to the meatball sub. And I'm like, no way, this is so good. But I want to say something. I was so annoyed with these people. We were sitting by at a restaurant over the weekend. Um, they they complained. Uh, about something that the lady came up i heard them ordering and she suggested some they were like what do you suggest da, da, da. And she suggested a meal and so they got it and they ate it and it was spicy i guess so she comes back she's like how's everything and they're like this is just too spicy 
we just can't. This is just too spicy. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll take it off the bill. I'm so sorry. So she leaves and they're right next to me. So I can totally hear everything they're saying. They're like, nice. He's like, keep eating some before she takes it away. He's like, and she's like, it's actually pretty good. I was like, oh, oh. And this was that nice waitress that I was telling you about from my high yesterday who wrote on our, um, our receipt. Um, it was a pleasure to serve you, Matt and family. I was like, she was the sweetest thing ever. And knowing that they just pulled a scam so they could get a free meal really upset me. And I wanted to say something, but I just, I didn't say anything. Yeah, it's a weird situation to be in to say something. Because then they're like, what? We didn't say that. What are you talking about? And then oh. it, it becomes a whole thing. But that's sad that stuff happens out there. But I started staring at him and, and the lady caught my eye and she, and then they got really quiet afterwards. Because I was signal. just like staring at him like, Wow. And uh, I even said something to Matt. I go, oh, wow. And he's like, what? I go, some people are so rude. And I said, I said it loud enough, so I hope they heard uh-huh. me. But it was very... As you're looking to that table? Very passive aggressive, but, you know. <laughs> that, Extremely That's rude. how we roll sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up here, uh, there's tickets for you to go see Bruno Mars. We got him at 825. And then don't forget, 9 o'clock hour, 920, weekends with Adele. This is your chance to win a staycation for two. It's two nights and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That goes down at 920. I'm so excited because HBO says that White Lotus Season 3 is happening. Um, I don't know if you've watched one or two, but... They uh, they were both great. I especially loved this last season. Um, but season three of White Lotus is coming back. And according to the network, the series will return with a fresh set of vacationers checking into another White Lotus hotel. Um, they say that it's probably going to be early 2024 um, and that it might be Japan or the Maldives. That they're going to be going to. Did you watch the show at all? G- kind of. Laura uh, watched that show religiously. That was like her been her go to show. Season one, season two. So just by default, would I sit down and watch it start to finish? No, but I know the characters. I would say if I saw. 70% of the episodes. There was one downside to watching it, and it really bugged me. And it, it just kind of took me back to being a kid. But um, I, w- I was planning to watch it, but. I really got on it quickly because my daughter told me to watch it. She's like, have you watched season two of White Lotus yet? And I was like, no. She's like, you got to watch it. It's so good. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. And she every day, you got to watch it. It's awesome. It's awesome. And I'm like, okay, okay. So we watch it. And literally, like the first episode, I'm like, oh. She watched this? Oh, my gosh. And not like I know she's she's an older kid and it's like it's just, she's fine. But in my mind, I'm like, my child saw this? Oh, my gosh. This is so awkward. And then my husband started laughing. He's he's cracking up. He's like, she saw this. Oh, my God. Um, And I'm sitting there mortified. He thinks it's the funniest thing ever. Did you ever watch anything awkward when you were a kid? With your parents, like right there in the room, or maybe you were the parent and your kids there, and you're like, okay, wait, hold on. I'm glad we didn't watch it together. I'll just say that. I thought you just said you did. I I, I mean, would you not? (sighs) Would you turn it off? Would you leave the room? 
I gotta go to the bathroom. We're right back. There's, oh my gosh. There's been there's been series that we watch where there's like questionable stuff, and I always fast forward through it good. when we're together. Um, but that one, I am so glad we did not watch it together. I would have been absolutely mortified with some of the scenes in that. So what what did you what awkward thing did you watch with your kids or with your parents? Um, 702-364-9400. Whenever like a movie would come on that we'd watch, um, and there was like nudity, like especially female nudity, mm-hmm. like with the, the boobs, uh, my dad always made some comment that was just so disgusting to me. He'd be like, whoa, nice. Or something like that. But at least you break the ice. No. Kind of like an icebreaker. Instead of just sitting in oh. awkward silence in your mind waiting for the scene to end and questioning, do, do I get up and get something to drink? Do I go to the bathroom? Am I the one that cracks a joke? Please, scene, end, end, oh. end. It's so awkward. It's so. Have you done that before? Um. Well, yeah. I mean, looking back as a kid, there was a movie. It was called Silent Night, Deadly Night, and it was a it was a Christmas horror movie. And uh, this is back when you go to the you know blockbuster or whatever to rent movies. And we went there, and I really wanted it. And for some reason, my parents rented it for me. And we sat down to watch it together. And within like the first five minutes there's boobs there's all kinds of stuff and my mom's like i'm out my mom just said i'm out and she left and i'm like ah awkward with that in here oh. and then finally my dad got up and said let us know how the movie is and he left as well and he left me to watch this movie by myself i'm like thank the lord because i was entertained by it as a little kid but there was a lot of nudity it was just awkward it's it's really awkward to watch that stuff with a parent or if you're the parent to watch it with your kid i wonder if your dad felt weird about it well he left so. he left about another five minutes my mom, yeah. first scene santa claus and a woman were be, they, my mom was out and then uh, five minutes later there's another scene my dad's like i'm out i'm like all right oh get to enjoy my. this by myself well, let's <laughs> talk to cassidy cassidy what uh awkward thing did you watch with a parent so um true blood from HBO. Oh. And I was I was in high school when it started. So my grandma, my mom, and my aunt would come to the house and watch it and they're like, You have to be upstairs to watch this. Like you can't watch this with us. I'm like, Okay, okay, I get it. You know, adult show, fine. But then in the later seasons I was then in college, so I come home from college and they're like, Yeah, come join us, come watch. And I've never seen it before, and there's some scandalous scenes. <laughs> yeah, you <of> think? <laughs> werewolves and vampires and fairies, and I'm like, okay, so we're doing this, like, right in front of my grandma and my mom, and... Yeah. Oh man, Grandma's there too. That's really <laughs> awkward. I'm so sorry, Cassidy. That must have been kind of traumatic. Um, Jessica, what did you watch that was awkward? Fatal Attraction with my parents. Oh wow. Uh, how did that go? Yes. Well, it starts out, you know, like in the very beginning. It starts with some scenes, and I looked over at my mom, and I was like, "What are we watching?" And then it ends with, like, the bunny scene. And I, my parents said afterwards, well, it's called Fatal Attraction. I'm like, I'm like 10. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, how do I know what Fatal Attraction means? Jessica, I'm so sorry. Steph, you had one, too, with your with your parents? I, after midnight, there would be some commercials where me and my dad would go, okay, change the channel. 
Girls Gone Wild. You guys remember those commercials? Oh yes. my gosh, Girls Gone Wild. They're pixelated. They're covering their boobs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they're like two minute long commercials. They weren't like a 30 second commercial. No. They bought like a long ad time. Believe me, after two seconds, my dad's like, okay, we're watching something else. <laughs> it's always so, so awkward. Girls Gone Wild. Oh my. Uh, let's do this right now. We want caller 20 at 702. 364-9400. So you're caller 20. You get to play heads up for an incredible prize. We have two tickets to see Bruno Mars. Dolby Live Park MGM on February 1st. Your tickets right now. Caller 20. You get to pick your category for Heads Up. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to see Bruno Mars. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. I've been trying to do it right. I've been living a lonely life. I've been sleeping here instead. I've been sleeping in my bed. Sleeping in my bed So show me family All the blood that I will bleed I don't know where I belong I don't know where I went wrong But I can write a song I belong with you You belong with me in my For Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Brizzy, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Oh, this is so exciting. Oh, this is going to be great. You're going to win these tickets to see Bruno Mars. Just pick a category here. Do you want to go with sweatpants, clam chowder, or penguin? Um, sweatpants. 
Sweatpants. Nice choice. International Sweatpants Day is Friday. <laughs> These are all different articles of clothing. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Brizzy, 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to go see Bruno Mars. You start now. Denim pants are also known as these. Jeans? Yes. Um, you might wear one of these over your button-up shirt. Um, it's not a jacket, Please? but it, you put it through your arms through it, and it goes down in your front. Sweater? No, let's pass on that. Um, if it's really cold outside, you definitely want to wear one of these. A coat? Yes. Jacket? Um, in the summer, a lot of people wear these. Some some are um, uh, no, they're like um, instead of a pair of pants, you would wear a, a pair of these. Short? Yes. Um, you uh, you put this on your head. It's a, a cap. Uh, is another name for a cap? Hat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cowboy ones. Um, Doc Martens types of boots. Yes. Um, if I wear the high ones of these, sometimes my feet will really hurt. Ten seconds. Heels. Yes. yes. Heels. <laughs> I had total faith in you, Brizzy. I knew you were going to win. Congratulations. Brizzy, you're going to go see Bruno Mars at Dolby Live at Park MGM in February. Congratulations. Oh, that's so exciting. My birthday's in February. Oh, happy early birthday. What a birthday gift. That's going to be a fun celebration. Enjoy that. We will have more tickets to see Bruno tomorrow. And don't forget, next hour, your tickets to go see Madonna. Her world tour coming to Las Vegas in October. And your tickets on the way. It's Mix 94.1. We have some audio that we're going to play for you that I, I think that it, you're going to be really surprised by it. I know I was the first time I saw it. And Steph brought this up this morning. Um, it's it's team. It, it's are you team mom or are you team Panera in this situation? Have you heard of this whole thing that happened between this mom and Panera Bread? I am so angry. I am. Fi- I heard this audio and I am fired up. I I have my opinion on it. I'm on one team and so angry if at the other team. If you're not familiar with the situation, um, let us explain. So this mom goes through a drive-through and she wants to order some food and she has her child in the car and the person working in the Panera drive-through was not amused. Now, this debate has gone viral. She she posted her exchange with this Panera Bread drive-through employee who would not take her order. They would not take her order because her child was screaming in the car. Now, I'm going to play this audio and I want you to see whose team you're on. Team Mom or Team Panera Guy on this. Okay, here's the audio from it. So you are going to refuse to take my order because my child was screaming? Yes, I have the right to do that. If you're more than welcome to come inside or you can place an order online and we'll make it for you. And what is really like you're going to not take my order? Yes, ma'am. That is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Well, I do have this on video and I will be emailing corporate because that's just like completely rude. I okay. cannot come inside because my daughter does not have shoes on. Do you understand that? No, I understand, but you're also more than welcome to order through uh, online as well. So you want me to take an extra 20 minutes and order online? That's not convenient to me. It's your job to take orders and stuff, and this is ridiculous. 
So I'd like you to take my order, please. Okay. I will be happy to take your order as long as your daughter is in the stream, all right? I think that's a pretty good decision on your part. Okay, I don't need this attitude. Oh my gosh. As long as your daughter doesn't scream. Whose blood is boiling right now? Because mine is. What do you think? 702-364-9400. Now, the, the woman, she calls herself Panera Karen. <laughs> <laughs> she she called herself that. So um, we'll just, for, for argument's sake, call her Panera Karen, even though I personally don't think she was being a Karen. But what do you think? Whose team are you on? Um, are you on team Karen? Or Team Panera guy. I'm I'm Team Karen all the way. The baby's not making any noise in the background. You give some people some people get a little bit of power, and maybe that is the policy at Panera Bread or other drive-through. If there's it's, if it's too noisy, come inside. But this entire time, the kid is hardly making any noise. You give this guy in this drive-through situation, he's a little bit of power. Obviously, some displaced issues with this guy, and he's taking it out on this poor mom who can't go inside with the kid. This whole thing was 51 seconds. They could have placed the order and moved on from there. This guy is an absolute jerk, and I hope he gets fired. Now, what's interesting, though, is after she posted this video, most of the comments were Team Panera guy. I mean, and and I think it kind of backfired on her because she just assumed that people would take her side, which I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm team Panera Karen on this one. But um a lot of people say that the employee was completely right for what what she he said. Um a lot of people said um he handled this well and he didn't deserve her condescending tone. This one says it's hard enough to communicate through those speakers without a kid screaming. She would have been just as mad if her order was wrong. Team Panera guy. This one says Team Panera. I felt like he handled the situation well and kind of feel sorry for him getting threatened, taking the video to corporate. And then this one says mom here. One thousand percent with Panera guy. Give him a raise and a promotion for putting up with this. So what do you guys think? I mean, it. It's mostly Team Panera. I just, uh, my my thought process is that you can't always control your child. And especially when they start screaming, you just want to try to get in and out with causing as little disruption as possible. Was it annoying? Absolutely. And I do sympathize with him on that part. But it, it, it's just going to get more annoying. Could you please just really quick get this so I can leave and stop annoying you? Like, I've been in that situation where my kid has a meltdown and I just want to die. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't. What do I do? But being sent away or like having to sit in the car 20 more minutes, it's hard. It's really hard. And they go online and order uh, everything. Someone was on hold, but they hung up. They're saying, we don't, I don't know. And we don't know what the initial conversation was like. The audio, how loud was the kid? How was everything going on? I'm just basing on everything that's said here. And it's just like, dude. So you are going to refuse to take my order because my child was screaming? Yes, I have the right to do that. No you screaming right now. Inside or you can place an order online and we'll make it for you. And what is really like you're going to not take my order? Hey, my kid's not screaming right now. Let me give you the order real fast. Yeah, okay, cool. Blah, 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 yeah. Grilled cheese, bread bowl, blah. <laughs> you know? Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still Team Karen. This one says, as a Panera employee, when a child screams into the intercom, it legit hurts our ears. The mic is so loud and can be hard to understand. Let's talk to Beth. What do you think? 702-364-9400. Hi, Beth. Hi. What do you Hi, think? How are you? We're really good. I think Team... 
Team Mom all the way because for 51 seconds, there was clear, concise communication between them both where he could have heard her order, placed it, and gone on his way. Yeah, there was a lot of back and forth that Mm -hmm. could have been spent taking an order. I agree with you on that, Beth. Uh, This text from Lenny says, I'm on Panera Karen's side on this. Um, Team Karen, team, I've never hated a man more. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) This one says, um, morning, guys. Yeah, I disagree with JC. I'm team Panera. On a headset, those shrieks are painful. However, she was completely in the wrong for telling him to do his job. Like, no, check yourself, Karen. And threatening to call corporate (laughs) is the ultimate Karen move. We don't care if you do. She's a jerk. Uh, This one says, I think it's just the big... Bit of sense of entitlement that's causing everyone to be Team Panera. If her tone or her words would have been different, then maybe she would have gotten more support. But I do see where she seems a little entitled. Let's talk to Matt on this one. Hey, Matt, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. Uh, yeah, I'm totally with Team Mom. Um, I think that the rationale of trying to go in the store just doesn't make sense. I mean, you're going to bring a screaming kid in the store and then they're going to try to eat and you're going to be disrupting everyone else trying to eat. And then they're really going to regret their decision. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I shouldn't have invited her in here. That's a good point. And this can not a customer service too. And you know, if it is loud, there's the speaker box, Say, pull up and let me take your order at the window or something. I don't know. I just don't, I don't see his side in this situation. Maybe Robert can help you really quick. Robert, your team Panera on this. What do you think? So, I agree with the fact that, um, well, we don't, like like everyone says, we don't know what the initial conversation before that was. For all we know, when they were trying to take the order before she started recording, the child could have been screaming nonstop. And since I do security, I have an earpiece in my ear 24-7, and I can say it for fact that if someone's bla- blasting, it hurts your ears immensely so. So he could, for all we know, the child could have been screaming nonstop right in his ear. Maybe we should test this. Does anyone have a screaming child right now that you could call? We're wearing headphones. Uh, let's <laughs> let's see, JC. Let's put you in Team Panera okay. guys uh, position here. <laughs> no, I, I I definitely can see the other side on that. I just I think I sympathize more with the mom because I've been there and it's it sucks and you feel terrible. Um, I do th- I do. You you did kind of open my eyes to her tone. It was pretty condescending. I did I didn't really pay attention to that. So yeah, I do appreciate that being brought to our attention. <laughs> All she wanted to do was get her sandwich. I know. Oh, and I love Panera Bread too. It's the best. Uh, Hot three is coming up next. What do you have for okay, us? Okay, why is sleep so important? What happens if you sleep less than six hours a night? That's on the way. Also. It is National Thesaurus Day. What are some synonyms that you can use to make yourself sound really smart? We have that and much more coming up next in the Hot 3. It's about damn time. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, so sleep is important. I think we can all agree with that. Some people brag, though, about staying up late and just getting a few hours of sleep like it's a badge of honor. But research and experts tell us that adults need to get between seven and nine hours of sleep on average. 
Having an occasional night of bad sleep, not a big deal. But when it happens consistently, there are some really negative consequences beyond being groggy or grouchy. If you're not getting more than six hours of sleep a night, experts say these things can happen to you. One is increased anxiety. It's a vicious cycle where a lack of sleep causes anxiety and then anxiety causes a lack of sleep. It's like you can just never get out of that that circle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um a weakened immune system while you sleep your immune system creates protective infection fighting substances that help protect you from bacteria and viruses so if you're not getting enough quality sleep you're not making as many of those protectors which increase our risk of illness and infection and could make it longer to recover from being sick Loss of productivity. Of course, after a night of tossing and turning, you probably notice you're just not very productive the next day. Um, If you they did this survey, they found that if you um, employees who average five hours of sleep a night lost two point two two days of work a year compared to the one point four eight hours lost by those who got eight hours of sleep. Uh, weight gain. Have you ever felt ravenous after a bad night's sleep? Well, there's a biological reason for that. Hormones like cortisol and leptin, they're important in the control of weight and they're regulated when we sleep. But if we don't sleep enough, those hormone levels decrease. And then other health issues, they, they list, um, risk of hypertension, stroke and heart attack, as well as diabetes and other chronic conditions. So make sure you're getting those, you know, at least, Six, seven hours of sleep. What do you think you're getting a night on average? Last night I went to bed about 10. I, it was just after 10. So I'm just going to say 10 for argument's sake. Mm-hmm. And my alarm went off at 3.30. So five and a half hours. <laughs> Probably not good. Um, yeah. Uh, what can you do? That's that's all. I need to go to bed earlier, but it's just I need to more hours in the day i i don't have enough time to get everything done that i need to get done maybe it's bad time management on my side i i can't make excuses um but yeah i just by the time i finish all my work for the next day and get the kids all ready for the next day it just it's it's 10 o'clock there's a lot happening yeah you uh my my, so my ideal so i get up at three for the show uh my ideal bedtime in the back of my mind is always nine o'clock and there are nights like last night was closer to 10 o'clock when i went to bed but on Monday night, uh, had all day Monday, got all my work done for the radio show, all my other stuff I have to do for the week was all done. I want everything done. So when the Cowboys game started, I can just sit there and enjoy the game, not worry about any other outside distractions. So all my work was done. Cowboys game started, and I think it was pretty much over by eight o'clock. Instead of staying up till nine, I went right to bed at eight o'clock. So if, if if I have a chance to get to bed earlier before nine, I'm gonna take it. But majority of times, I'm I'm shooting for that nine o'clock goal when I'm going into the evening. I wonder, like, if I didn't have kids, if I would be able to get to bed earlier. I probably would. I I I. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not wishing that I don't. But um, I I think of all the things I have to do related to them. And as they're getting older, they're doing more and more of it. Like, I don't have to stay up and make lunches, and I don't have to do that stuff because they make their own stuff. But um, I, I think of all the kid-related stuff that I have to do before I go to bed, and it's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. and, and you've, uh, you and Matt have done an amazing job raising your two daughters. But I, I, I often think about that. We don't have any kids. And so, yeah, Cowboys game's over at 8 o'clock. I'm like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, it's time to go. Jack's going to go upstairs. <laughs> Zoe, go to your cage. We're all going to bed. They're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean... I, I think I definitely could use a course or two in time management, though. I think I could get stuff done if I was better at managing my time. I think that's a big issue for me. I know you make a list. We both do like the list of stuff you got to do. Do you put like time, like um, 
Like, I need to do this certain thing by 10 a.m. Do you give yourself time constraints on getting stuff done, or it's just a list I got to get done? No, that's too much pressure. Mm -hmm. I just say as long as I get it done by the end of the day, I'm good to go. I don't. If I if it's something that has to be done by a certain time, I set an alarm on my phone, and then it's like this better be done, or you got to leave now, or you got to do this. Um, that's that's when it's really important. But like my list today, I've already done one of the things. I've got two other things I got to take care of. And it's a pretty easy list today. So It's a manageable list. Yeah, exactly. Bed by nine. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> also this morning, most of us can agree that chocolate tastes delicious. But have you ever wondered why eating it feels so good? A group of researchers has been looking into why having a mouthful of chocolate is so satisfying. And it turns out it all comes down to the perfect amount of fat. The team found that eating chocolate feels so good because of the way its fats interact with different parts of our mouths. The researchers explained that when the chocolate bite hits the tongue, it releases this fatty film into our mouths and it creates that smooth sensation when you chew. The study authors say it doesn't matter whether the chocolate has 5% fat or 50% fat. It's still going to form these droplets in the mouth that gives you the chocolate sensation. But the location of the fat in the chocolate makes a difference. And their research finds that regardless of the amount of fat, the fat layer needs to be on the outside layer of the candy to create that lovely mouthfeel that you get from it. Okay, maybe I'm in the minority on this one, but how do you eat your chocolate? Laura got these fancy chocolates from as, as a gift for Christmas, and over the weekend, she's like, ooh, try this. I'm like, great. And I, I chewed the thing. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's, it was good. She's like, no, you have to let it melt in your mouth. She sucks on the chocolate pieces. Do you suck on it or do you chew the stuff? You're supposed to suck on chocolate. Like that's and that that research kind of emphasizes mm-hmm. that. That's the whole reason it feels so good. So you're you're doing yourself a disservice by chomping it down instead of fully like enjoying it and letting it melt in your mouth. I'm a chewer on my chocolate. Hershey bar. Do you have a Hershey bar? Do you same thing? You let it melt in your mouth? Yeah, or- always let the chocolate <clears throat> melt. Like that. That's just how you're supposed to do it. I think you should try it. Maybe you like the experience will be so much more satisfying for you. There was like lavender and stuff in it. I'm like, ah, it's okay. She's like, what are you kidding me? This thing is melting on her tongue. This is so good. I'm like, I chew that thing. Yeah. They're missing out on all the benefits of it. Whole life, I'm doing chocolate wrong. <laughs> uh, finally, this morning, it's National Thesaurus Day when we're encouraged to expand our vocabulary. It's the 18th because of a guy named Peter Roche. He was born on this day in 1779 and he published the first thesaurus in 1852. So in honor of it, a new list is out with some alternatives to common words that can make you sound smart or astute or brainy or wise. Um, now, instead of I'll give you the word and think of another word you could use instead of that. OK. okay all, right. all right. Instead of happy, say I'm what? Bountiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bountiful. I don't, know. No, I don't know if that means happy. I don't think it means happy. I'm going to use it today. How you doing? I'm bountiful. I'm bountiful. How are you? Um, they they said delighted. Oh, that's oh, I'm good. so delighted. Um, Steph, here here's a word for you. Give me a different word, okay? Okay. I'm um, so worried. Oh, I'm so nervous. I think that works. Nervous. Um, they they give tated. I'm so agitated. Oh, Ooh, agitated has a harsh, yeah, yeah and a harsh tone to it. That the word sounds, agitated, but that sounds good. It does. Right? Yeah, it sounds, it's like a money word. Um, okay, here's the sentence. Use a different word. 
let's begin. Instead of begin, use a different word. Mercedes, let's commence. Yes, that's what that they gave. Commence, wow. commence. That's a good word. Um, Steph, um, uh, let me let me think about that, and I'll get back to you. Oh, think about. Oh, I need to ponder on this for a moment. I'll be back in Ooh, a second. Ponder's good. That's good. They say, let's contemplate, and I'll get back to you. Well, that's another good one. Contemplate. Contemplate's a good one. Um, instead of saying, I love you. What's something else you guys could say? I adore you. Adore you is what they say. Just ask Carrie Styles. Or if you're Mercedes, you say, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, we have a bountiful hour, uh, 9 o'clock hour, a chance for you to go see Adele at 9.20. Between now and 10 a.m., we have so much happening for you. 9.40, there's tickets for you to go see Madonna. This is winning before you can buy him tickets. Tickets to go see Madonna at 9.40. Then don't forget, 9.20, Weekends with Adele, your chance to win a staycation for two, for two nights, and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That happens at 920. I know it doesn't seem like it would be something stressful. It just doesn't. I'll explain it, and everyone will be like, what's so stressful about that? But for me, it is such a big stress, and I experienced it several times this weekend. Um I swear, getting a place to sit at a child's sporting event is one of the most stressful things out there. Have you ever done something that wouldn't stress out a normal person, but for some reason it stresses you out? So at this tournament, um, they where it was held, her location was at some, um, it was a volleyball tournament, it was at some volleyball school. And they had bleachers there. So we usually bring chairs. We borrowed some chairs from some friends. We brought them in. There wasn't a whole lot of space to set up the chairs. So for day one, we set up the chairs in this corner. We were lucky to find. So we did that. Next day, we're like, don't bring the chairs. We'll sit in the bleachers. And I swear, trying waiting for the game before you to be over. And then when it's over and you wait for those parents sitting there to get up and you you visually see where you, whose spot you want to take. And you visually see the other people eyeing the same spots. And you're like, how am I going to make it in there and get that spot before this person does? So I just nonchalantly start climbing up, still trying to leave room for the people leaving. But it's still kind of rude, I have to admit, because they're trying to get out. And I'm already starting to make my way in there so I can get a spot. It is so stressful. What is something that does not seem like a big stress? But it really stresses you out. You're painting a great picture. So I'm now envisioning the bleachers and you're there and what, maybe 25, 50 parents in the bleachers watching the game prior. Yeah. So they have to trickle out, lingerers probably talking to their parent about the win yes. or the loss and waving at their kids and da, 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 da. And while they're, they're trickling out, the next set of 50 parents got to move up there and find a seat that you like. And you're, you're trying to encourage them to leave. Like, yeah. You're like, you're starting to go towards them. But again, it's like when you exit an elevator and someone starts to get on before you're able to get off. Yeah. It's, it's rude, right? <laughs> yeah. And you never would do that. Or at least you, any polite person wouldn't do that. But then on the bleachers, it's a totally different animal because you've, you've not... <laughs> You've got to fight not just these people that are coming out, but the ones that are coming in and making sure you have a spot. And, oh, my gosh, I was stressing out so bad. I'm like, how do I 
get up there? How do I make it? So I just started sneaking in the back way. And I know everyone else was like, wow, look at her trying to sneak in. <laughs> you were trying to slide in there early? Like sometimes if you're boarding Southwest and you get up there, like, oh, you're the A group? They're like, no, I'm B. Like, oh, you're prepared. You're just getting up here early. You ever slide in there early like you're watching the game prior to get a spot? We, I, okay, so we did that mm-hmm. on the days with the chairs. We stayed in our spot, even though. I'm sure other people would have wanted to, but the parents that were sitting in the bleachers preparing for the next game, they got yelled at by the parents of that team. Oh, They're like, hey, if you're not a parent of a kid on this team, you should not be sitting in these bleachers. So then they all got up and left. And I was like, how do they know who I'm here for? And, I'm, and my husband's like, well, they probably know all the parents on the team. I'm like, yeah, but what if I'm a cousin yeah. that lives in the area and I want to come see my, my cousin play? They don't know that. You're painting a picture in your mind. Oh, in my mind, I'm like, number 45 is my cousin. I'm like, please don't let me interact with her parents because then I'll be like, oh, you didn't know we're cousins? We're cousins. That's, there's those funny little stresses. Um, so we go to the same restaurant every Friday night for, for dinner and they take reservations. We like sitting at the bar. So that, that's no issue for us. And it's been gold in the past couple years. But prior to that, our, our Friday night dinner was a, a sushi restaurant kind of like on the northwest part of town who didn't take reservations and it was a very small limited amount of uh, table seats and we always wanted to sit at the sushi bar and mercedes i tell you the anxiety i would have walking oh. up to that restaurant on a friday you, you can't see in it's like you open the door to look you're like okay there's some spots there were a couple of times where we're going up and uh, walking up and laura's right next to me and i open the door and there's a lady behind Laura, and Laura would stop and let the other lady walk in first. No. She walked in, took the last two spots. So after that night, I said to Laura, I'm like, moving forward, if I'm holding the door, you make sure you go in first. I'll hold it for whoever's behind us, but you go in first because you just gave them our spot. So uh, this, the anxiety I would have going to that restaurant was unbearable. I feel, I feel like that lady did not do what you're supposed to do in that situation. Because I've had that happen to me before where we're walking in a restaurant and someone's trying to be polite and they let me go in first. Even though they were technically there before me. And so when that happens, once they walk in, I always say, you go ahead. You were here before me. I always let them go ahead of me because I just think that's rude. Or like if you're at Subway or something oh, and they the open the door and then I don't just get in line. I say, oh, you were here before me. You go ahead. And, you know, I'd say five times out of ten, they'll be like, no, it's fine. You're you're good. Um, but sometimes they do take you up on it and I'm not mad about it. I get it. The, uh, the Subway thing, too, where you let someone go in in front of you and the place is empty and the person in front of you is like getting five sandwiches. Like, oh, oh yeah. I'm just getting the one sandwich. Oh, man. These little stresses. Someone just texted us and said... A big, uh, a, a little stress is pairing, preparing dinner. It shouldn't be that hard, right? But it's just like, okay, what are we going to have? Do we have the stuff for it? You know, it is just, it's so stressful. I get it. This one says, my daughter plays for uh, a team out of Vegas. We were at the tournament in Arizona, and I feel you. The whole bleacher thing is awkward. <laughs> it's the worst thing. I cannot stand the whole bleacher thing. I do love your whole room. Just studying the player. 45 is my cousin. Okay, let me... Uh, yeah. She's from Albuquerque, and you get the whole thing in your mind. Or I, I tried to pick a, a number that there's another one of that's reversed. So in case I do have a conversation with 45 spares, I'm at, I'm at D4. I'm sorry. My mind is just... I have the whole thing set up in my mind. Brilliant. <laughs> Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Channing Tatum is trending this morning. Will the actor bring back an iconic movie from 1990? 
he did an interview with Vanity Fair, and he said that his production company, Free Association, has the rights to the movie Ghost, the romance film starring Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg. He said, but we're going to do something different. I think it needs to change a bit. Uh, Word is that he would take the role of Patrick Swayze. No word on who would take Demi's or Whoopi Goldberg's uh, role, but you will be able to see Channing Tatum very soon. He's going to be in Magic Mike's Last Dance, the final movie of that franchise when it hits theaters on February 10th. That's one of those movies, Ghosts, that I've just seen bits and pieces of and people talking about it. And I know certain scenes from it, but there was one key moment with a certain word, and we won't give it away, but I just knew the word, but I didn't know the backstory behind the story. When he's told the story this morning, I'm like, I want to go see Ghosts this weekend. Same. Ditto. I want to see it, too. <laughs> I definitely want to see it. I agree. Anyway, yeah, so uh, we may be seeing uh, a remake of that. Also uh, trending this morning is Jeremy Renner. Some really good news. The actor is home from the hospital after a snowplow accident. The Marvel star was injured on New Year's Day while clearing snow from the driveway at his home in Reno. According to the 911 call log, his upper torso was crushed by a snowcat vehicle. He replied to a tweet from the mayor of Kingstown um, Twitter account saying outside my brain fog in recovery very excited to watch episode 201 with my family at home season two of the show premiered on sunday i think this is a sign of what 2023 is going to be like it's going to be a great year because it started off with just some really bad stuff with jeremy renner's accident the damar hamlin and all the other things that were happening and and both these guys turning the corner on the road to recovery it's a great sign yeah that's some good news right there and then finally this morning only murders in the building is trending selena gomez she made quite the announcement Regarding the show on Instagram, so she posted a video from the set of the show letting everyone know that filming for season three is underway. She showed her co-stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, along with Paul Rudd. Now, season three is going to pick up as the three will try to figure out who killed Ben Glenroy, who is played by Paul Rudd. But she also revealed that someone else will be joining the cast. Here's the audio. Hey, guys, we're on set. Hey. What are we shooting? Oh, hi there. Season three. Right. The is back. Hello. Yay. Could this honestly get any better? Uh, uh, oh, wait. Uh, well, I do think it could get a little bit better. In what Why? Way? What do you mean? Steve, do you want a pillow? Yeah, oh, please. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Marty, anything you need? Uh, just the tea that I had asked for a half an hour ago. I'm okay. Thank you, Meryl. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're sweet. Meryl Streep is joining the cast. It's not known yet whether she's going to appear as a guest, a reoccurring or series regular capacity, but she is joining the show Only Murders in the Building. Season three returns in August, and that's what's trending. Madonna. Announced her tour uh, yesterday morning, was it? Uh, Tuesday morning. And we've got your tickets coming up here this hour at 940. Win them before you can buy them tickets to go see Madonna. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. It's just a great way to start a day. On Mix 94.1. Hi, Jay. Hi, good morning. You are having a great morning. You are caller 20. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thank you very much. I was actually just listening to the radio, and I'm like, oh, I should get them a call. And then I was like, oh, number 20. Oh, why not? And then <laughs> it just kept ringing and ringing. I just said, okay. And then 
someone answered, and I was, I was just surprised too. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> this is your lucky day, Jay. I'm so happy that you Ooh. took that chance. Everybody should take that chance. You're going yes, to see Ooh. Madonna at the T-Mobile Arena on October 7th. Oh my God! Oh, that's perfect. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jay, you're awesome. Hold on one He's second, He's so buddy. excited. I love it. Hold on, Jay. We'll get your info. Uh, we've got more tickets to go see Madonna tomorrow morning at 940, and then Heather has a pair for you this afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour. Oh, wow. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us when oh, we're out the door. I'm like I'm starting to plan for after the show. I'm like, what do I have to do here? We have to do some training. Did you see that? Uh, it, the, um, there's a new training. There's another one? Um, yeah. The or one, maybe I'm just late I'm behind on it. one. The, uh, the endorsement one? No, this one's fishing. Oh, I still have to do the endorsement one. Oh, I did that one. Okay. I did that when I was at the airport when I was stuck. <laughs> I was like, might as well do my training. So, um, yeah, I'm getting all ready for that. Oh. We do Great. training here. We keep up on stuff. You know, they, they keep us going. Always something to do. But we are headed out the door. J-Love on the way next. And right now it's time for the line of the day. So a woman parked in a stranger's driveway. So the owner of the home blocked her in and refused to move. We kind of role played the scenario this morning. I'm like the audacity of you thinking <laughs> you can park in my driveway. The audacity. I'm so sorry. I wasn't you thinking, are, ma'am. Uh, I wasn't thinking. Well, you're thinking now, and you're thinking you're not going to do that again, right? I, so, no, I won't. Sorry. Okay, well, good. You can pick it up on Tuesday. Actually, I might Uber to work on Tuesday. No, 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 you won't, man. Please, Wednesday. please. Okay. Don't say another word or, unless you want to pick it up Thursday or Friday. I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> Next Tuesday, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ah, you know. Uh, that's segment heavy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one. I love it. That'll do it for show number 1762 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.